Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I count down the top 10 first issues debuting this week on New Comic Book Day. Well, everyone, it's the end of the month, so that means it's a comic book haul episode. Head on over to the YouTube, youtube.com slash vmcampos, to watch the video where I show you all of the comics I picked up for the month of May. There's also a giveaway there. So go check out the video to find out how to enter the giveaway. Now let's talk about the comics. Let's look at all the comic books that I bought at the two comic shops that I visit. Comics and stuff, and now whatever comics here in San Diego. First up at Marvel, I picked up Star Wars The High Republic number one. Hey, didn't this already come out a while ago? Well, yes it did, but this is the fifth printing. Notice it's black and white. I also noticed it's got a little bit of damage there that I didn't see when I picked it up at the store. Whoops. But anyway, there's the fifth printing of the Super Hot series, issue number one. Silk number one over at Marvel Comics, legacy number 37. Uh, didn't I already show this one previously? Why, well, yes, I did, but here is a second printing cover. So I like getting these subsequent printings for the collection, and who knows, they might be worth a thing or two in the future. I'm reading Spider-Man, Spider-Shadow on the reg. This is a what-if story. What if the uh, alien symbiote had possessed Spider-Man instead of uh, it leaving and becoming... Uh, Venom with Eddie Brock, so it's a darker tale on uh, on Spider-Man. Huh, he just broke his arm and everything. So, yep, the dark story here. I'm in for it. This is the Phil Noto cover. It's the end of an era. Tanahisi Coates is finishing his run on Black Panther, and here's the final issue of his run. Uh, I got the fine art. Uh, variant cover. This is the Byzantine style, so this is a mosaic. Yep, um, this has been a long, interesting plot going on. This is sort of like a double-length book, and it's got a cool variant cover. Children of the Atom, number one, a whole new uh, team of youngsters in the X-World. Cool concept. This is the second printing of this. Here's another second printing, Peach Momoko's Demon Days, X-Men. So a reimagining of the X-Men mythos through the pen of Peach Momoko, super hot, super hot artist who now is writing a complete story, not just doing covers. Here is the second print. There's also a third print coming soon that I want to add to my collection. Moving over to DC Comics, I got Milestone Returns Infinite Edition Zero. So the Milestone Universe Returns, uh, Static, Icon, and the rest, hardware. Um, returning back to the 90s with this uh, black superhero-focused characters, now more relevant than ever. We are getting them again in a new generation what is that, 25 years later or more? What's old is new, and I'm on board. So I picked up this sort of preview. Uh, volume 20 of the Robin series starts starts again. Well, this is a wraparound cover. Just notice that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, so this is a variant cover number two, issue number one of the new Robin series, Damian Wayne version of Robin. I uh, like that variant cover. Interior art looks cool. Another uh, Robin story to check out. 
Wonder Girl, apparently it's volume two, number one. I think volume one was just like a short series, or are they counting the original volume like from the 70s? So Yara Flor is the new uh, Wonder Girl, and here we have her own story. Also, there's a there's a new uh, Crush and Lobo series coming soon, which I already pre-ordered. Like Father, Like Daughter, Like Hell, written by Mariko Tamaki. Oh, Tamaki works on that. And Amanke Nahuelpan. So anyway, here's a brand new Yara Flor. This is with Joelle Jones and Jordi Belair. And very cool cover. I kind of, however, think it's a little bit awkward that they're cutting off her feet. I think it would have been very powerful if it was her completely on the cover. Yeah, a little bit smaller, so obviously don't want to diminish the logo, but I wanted to see her completely. We wouldn't really see too much of the background, but I just think it looks a little bit awkward cutting off her feet. What do you think? Tell me in the comments. And then I'm loving these Derek Chu cardstock covers of the new Harley Quinn series volume 4 or something. Interior art is by a different artist. I like that artist's interiors as well. It's a very cartoony, weird, gangly, lanky, interesting style that I like. But uh, I'm picking up the Derek Chu variant covers. They're so luminous. There's this sort of like new generation of like cartoony realism that I've been seeing more and more. There's Doctor Strange, Doctor Hugo Strange, not Benedict Cumberbatch. And so uh, I've enjoyed those, and I'm picking up the series, the cardstock covers. What about you? Speaking of cardstock covers, I've also got the uh, Teen Titans Academy, number two and three cardstock cover. Look at these amazing covers. I love these covers with red X as the big focus. We've got a new Teen Titans. We've got an Academy. Uh, some's having a booty call right there. And uh, red X is resurfacing, causing a lot of shenanigans. No spoilers. Ooh, I like that one. Bite Me Fanboy, Crush and Lobo. So uh, Marvel isn't the only one that's got a Youngsters Academy sort of thing. DC has their own. Here's another cardstock cover. This is a Jenny Frizen cover uh, for Catwoman number 30. Love the tones on this one. I love the close-up on the character. Interior art is different. It's an ongoing story. I'm not fully caught up in it, but I may, may, mainly got it for the cover. Brand new Future State Gotham number one. I got this variant cover. This gives me the shades or the feels of Akira. Uh, and this is just more of the world of the magistrate and so forth. Actually, wait a minute. Is it supposed to be in black and white like this? Um, don't remember. Yeah, it's supposed to be black and white, right? I didn't get like any special edition. I think this is supposed to be... For some reason, I didn't realize it was black and white or not. It looks very sketchy, which is pretty cool, so... Future State Gotham, number one. Moving over to Image, I got the latest issues of Spawn. We're finishing up the storyline with Omega Spawn over here. Something new starting off. Uh, Francesco Martina covers over here. Spawn is going in a new direction. And don't forget, it's record-breaking Spawn. Did you ever read Spawn back in the day, back in the 90s? Recently, did you jump on board with the 300 issue? Are you on board for the new King Spawn and Spawn Universe or whatever it's called? This new direction of Spawn Comics. Tell me all about it in the comments. Are you rereading The Walking Dead or are you reading it for the first time? These are, of course, the color editions reprinting the, the original uh, Smash series now in full color, plus also extra material in the back. We've got the script of the comic and commentary, so it's cool to see, plus more letters, uh, so it's cool to see Robert Kirksman's process of making an issue 
and it's basically one page and then all the panels are laid out and he explains it. So these are supposedly not going to be reprinted in any way. So you need to get the individual issues if you want to relive the first appearance of Michonne and the governor and all that good stuff. So I was missing number 11. I'm getting the series. I was missing 11. So they tracked down a copy for me. Love this cover. And then uh, 14 and 15 are the newest issues. Uh, we also have the original issues from uh, the covers back in the day. Lots of variant covers. So, Walking Dead Deluxe, the latest issues. Do you want to go back in time to when things were better? Well, we've got Time Before Time. Here's an, another image book. This is from Shelby and McConville. Uh, basically, it's the future, and the crime syndicate will gladly uh, take your money and send you back in time to a better time, as long as you can pay for it. So... Uh, it's a crime sort of story with time travel. Uh, art vaguely reminds me of Mike Mignola. And here's issue number one of the brand new series. Another new series that I was looking forward to. Here's Image slash Topka. We have Helm, Grey Castle. This is by Barajas, Valenza, Handoko, and Down. So this is a Latinx style uh, swords and Sandals, fantasy, epic sort of comic. Issue number one, perfect starting point, just came out. Can't wait, to, can't wait to fully read this. I'm on board. I got one of the variant covers, I think variant cover number three. Yep, there we go. And um, this guy looks really tough. So so going to read this very soon. Another image book. I'm trying to remember, did I get silver coin number one or not? Because I definitely asked for it in my comic shop and I'm using the new pull box system which is currently in beta but apparently still having a little trouble even though it's been in beta for like three years and I sort of think that I didn't get issue one so I gotta have to track that down anyway here's a horror anthology uh, over at image we got shades of the classic 80s slashers right there probably can't show too much or I'll get demonetized but this is Girls of Summer by Kelly Thompson and Michael Walsh Oh, I love this. So have you been reading Stray Dogs? This is a great uh, horror drama comic. I'm going to say it's it's a horror. Basically, these dogs get adopted by some guy, and he may or may not be a serial killer. The art is amazing, and the mystery is quite profound. I've been getting the variant covers. Do you recognize that? That is the classic Italian horror movie Demons or Demoni. In Italian, who did that one? Lucio Fulci, I, I think? Mario Bava? One of the famous um, Italian directors. So, uh, very cool variant horror movie covers. Check out Stray Dogs. It's only five issues. Oh yeah, The Department of Truth. I'm reading that on the reg. I love this series. I'm glad that they're back to the regular uh, Simmons style. Uh, they took a diversion in art styles in the last previous issues. We're back to the current style i love this style. i haven't seen it at all i don't want to i don't want to get spoiled but these covers are very disturbing if you look carefully it's very disturbing things now um the shop gave me this one and i didn't really want the cover b i the cover a's are amazing but here's a variant cover b i guess i gotta go back and get the cover a's but this just like weird scratchy amazing covers these are my favorite what, what do you think what do you like better do you like the scary uh, cover a's or do you like some of the more artistic cover b's and c's tell me about it in the comments over at Dark Horse, I'm picking up a comic book that is not full of bugs. Cyberpunk 2077, You Have My Word. This is one of four. So this is based on the video game from CD Projekt Red. 
that was just full of bugs and penises and things. So I wonder how many of those there are in the comic. I've not read it yet. Hey, there's Freddy Krueger. And uh, it's an issue number one of four set in the world of this video game that everyone was ready to play, but then it was just full of things that didn't uh, make a lot of sense. So, yep, there we go. Beasts of Burden, I'm enjoying this series. This is the Evan Dorkin, Sarah Dyer, Benjamin Dewey, and Nate Pycos joint about psychic dogs. And this is a prequel <laughs> happening uh, right after World War II. Just a lot of interesting things. The art is amazing. And I really like this, uh, this story. Yeah, it's psychic dogs dealing with supernatural stuff. Been going strong since about 2009. At IDW, I picked up the TMNT Best of Splinter. So this reprints a, a variety of um, uh, the best Splinter stories from throughout the year. So here's from TMNT Adventures 45. I wish they would also put the year on it. That'd be kind of cool historical. So TMNT 45 and Tales of the TMNT Volume 2, TMNT Number 5 from IDW, and then the Splinter Micro Series. When did they publish that Splinter Micro Series? Because I've got a few of the micro-series. No, I don't have the Raphael one, but I do have the Michelangelo, Leonardo, and Donatello ones. I guess I need to get the Splinter micro-series. I don't think it was from the 80s. It must have been more recently. So if you love anthologies, if you like TMNT uh, series, they've been publishing these really big ones recently. And here's Splinter's Stories. IDW is also publishing an all-ages Star Wars comic and here we have adventures uh star wars adventures the weapon of a jedi so i haven't quite seen of when this is happening what timeline this is happening at uh but more star wars is always more good and so that's what i'm checking out here at idw another side story I'm picking these up, the Usagi Ojimbo Wanderer's Road. Shout out to my own video that I did about the history of Usagi comics. Don't forget to check it out. Click right over there. Uh, it's a long loving look at the history of Usagi Ojimbo in the 30 year journey, 35 year journey that uh, the characters and the stories have progressed throughout all of this time from the beginning of uh, Thoughts and Images all the way to the most recent IDW. These are reprints, Peach Momoko covers. I'm totally on board with that. Lastly, at IDW, I'm picking up the comic book history of animation. This is part five, Anime Conquers the World. This is an amazing series talking about the history of animation. Here we're talking about anime. And it's a, it's a very wordy, very detailed uh, look at the history of comics. Uh, first, it was the history of comics, then animation. Hey, there's Babs Bunny. Uh, so, haha, <laughs> Mac Rainey. So this is very cool. So many copyrighted characters here, but check this out if you're really interested in the history of comic books, animation, and so forth. The creative team of Van Lent and Dunleavy have done a very good job. You too, Gzowski. Moving over to Boom. Ooh, we've got Berserker number one, foil edition. This, this is a fourth printing in foil. This is one of these design covers where the character is just there like in a design and this is the the keanu reeves co-written comic that is very violent that i can't really show too much of and uh it's the foil variant cover All, what's old is new again remember the 90s when we have so many amazing va variant covers gimmick covers if you lived through the 90s tell me what your favorite gimmick covers were there were so many of them right holographic embossed 
foil, die cut, lenticular, so many good stuff. Glow in the dark. There was that one with a bullet hole in it. Tell me which one you liked in the comments. All right, it's the Hidden Planeswalker variant of of uh, Magic, the new Magic series, which has no subtitle. I'm going to call it Magic, The Adventure Continues, and it's magical, is issue number two. So this is uh, sealed in the poly bag. It's the Hidden Planeswalker variant, but by careful examination of the edges of things, I've determined that this is the Garuk cover, and I want the other two, which is Vraska, and one more I don't remember. But uh, yeah, of course I have one here that is ready to open, and this one's going to be kept in pristine condition, and you'll never see what it is because it's polybagged. I'll probably open it at some point. Over at Dynamite, I uh, picked up some uh, cosplay covers. So we've got the Invincible Red Sonia, number one, brand new series. More Red Sonia, more good. Here's the cosplay cover. We have uh, Dynamite, uh, two of five cosplay cover. I just noticed here this is incredibly damaged. Uh, big old color break, so not loving that. This is a fun story about like zombies and and all of that with a variety of characters. Evil Ernie may or may not make an appearance. And then we've got the regular Red Sonja series number 27, the, the latest uh, issue of that. So a lot of cool adventures going on. Dynamite lives. Uh, so part two of the series. Yes, that was Ash. And uh, so, as usual, always get the cosplay covers. Let's move on to more of the indie publishers. Here we have Titan Books' V.E. Schwab's Extraordinary. So this is issue number zero at an introductory price. Uh, this is related to the best-selling novel. Uh, basically, a character uh, has an accident, but it unlocks her powers, and hilarity ensues. Well, not really. Not really hilarious. She can see how people are going to die in the reflections that they cast. So, very interesting plot. It's number zero, leading into the first issue, coming soon. At Titan, I also picked up Blade Runner 2029, number four, Peach Momoko variant cover. I love these Momoko variant covers. Now that she's exclusively over at Marvel, these from the other publishers are going to be even more scarce. This is Blade Runner, sort of a sequel to things in the year 2029, just nine short years away, and all of this will be coming true. Momoko cover. I went back and picked up the issue that I missed, the Robotech remix. This is the Renzi cover. I really liked his uh, vintage take on the series, and this is sort of a uh, an alternate uh, Kelvin timeline sort of thing of the classic Robotech uh, stories, but for a new generation. This came out a little while ago. I missed issue number two. I had one and three and four, but I missed number two, so I haven't read number three and four yet until I got issue number two, and I finally got it at my shop. At Black Caravan, I picked up Black Friday. This is a second printing. I missed getting the first printing, but this is basically uh, an ancient evil awakens at Star Mart, which is a thinly veiled parody of Walmart. And then an Evil Awakens. So, yep, brand new issue number one, second printing. Uh, interesting cover. It's it's matte compared to everything being everything else being glossy. At Black Mask, I picked up um, Space Riders Galaxy of Brutality number two and four. This is by Alexa Zirit et al. And the and the interior art is as insane as the cover art. This beautiful grungy underground comics with an X style of art. 
uh, number two and four. I don't have one and three, so I don't want to spoil myself too much on the story. This is from 2017. There was Space Riders, there was Galaxy of Brutality, and then there's the most recent one. What's it called? Vortex of... Yeah, Vortex of Madness. That one is not completed yet, but I want to go back and read these uh, amazing stories. These just break my brain. They, they melt your skull. How the art is and the violence and the profanity this is just an amazing series. Check it out. All right, here it is, Kayfabers. We have uh, Ed Piscor's... Uh, Red Room. I cannot show anything on the inside. It is extremely violent. Can I even show the back over here? Yeah, even I can't even show the back. Uh, this is an extremely banned in five countries type of comic over at Fantagraphics. All I can really show you is this cover. I was not able to get the Peach Momoko variant cover. I think it's at Ratio, so I'm not going to overpay for that. But it's at Piscor's, Piscor's um, magnum opus currently at the moment. And this is a, this is a very dark comic about murder on the dark web and scary stuff. More scary stuff. Did you pick up Heavy Metal's The Rise, which is by George C. Romero, son of George A. Romero, the father of the modern zombie movie? Uh, did you ever watch the original Night of the Living Dead from 1968? It's amazing, of course. What about any of the sequels? Did you watch... Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, any of those? Diary of the Dead? Well, here is the son of the progenitor of the zombie genre, issue number one of a, of a I think, a limited series. This is second printing. I was not able to get first printing because it just flew off the shelves. Uh, here's a second printing. The art is amazing. I love the black and white and red of it all. And, yep, can't really show too much about it. But it is more zombie tales from the son of the creator of it all. Because the rotten apple does not fall far from the rotten tree. Yeah, I think that works. At Vault, I picked up um, the two recent issues of Witch Blood. Hey, I just noticed. Do these actually connect? No, they look like they connect, but not really. It's been uh, a surprise hit for me. It's basically uh, vampires uh, in, uh, in, in, in the southwest. And amazing art. I love this cartoony style. And I picked up, after reading number one and really liked it, I told my shop, give me the rest of them. And I want the, the variant covers with the cartoony style. This is variant number three. This one is variant number three as well. So pick this up if you're interested. Oh, actually, they do connect. Look at that. There's the hand right there. I just realized they do connect. Cool. Oh, and then there's a sword over here. So that's got to connect on the next one. Amazing. And I uh, got to check if my issue number one is also connecting or not. So, comics, they're amazing. A brand new Conan, I'm sorry, a brand new The Cimmerian series. This is Iron Shadows in the Moon. This is Robert Howard's Savage Hero Uncensored. These were originally European uh, Conan comics. Uh, well, of course, based on the uh, Robert E. Howard Public Domain works of the 30s and such, so it's a brand new series, very cool art. I love these locations. We're, we're at the, the water, we're in the jungle, and then in the temple and so forth, adventures. We've got the, we've got the printed version as well. Uh, got a regular cover, variant cover, and the continuation of the story, just lots of adventures. There's a new Conan cover, there's a new Conan comic also coming very soon, and uh, apparently it's got like 90% nudity in that. So we'll see how it goes. This is the latest The Sumerian. One more Vaults book, Money Shot, number 11. This is the uh, triple X-rated Jen Bartell 
variant. Can't open it, can't really show you. This is like what the Sex Criminals was doing. They were publishing the sexy version of things. Maybe we can see, a, maybe we can sneak a little peek somewhere there before I get demonetized. But I wanted to get to Jen Bartel. I'm already gonna get demonetized for that. I wanted to get this Jen Bartel sexy variant cover. And maybe I should have gotten more than one. So one to one to collect and one to open for various reasons. You can maybe see a little bit of it right here. Oh, I see some sexy stars over there or something. So money shot, it's basically explorers uh, going to different planets and boinking the inhabitants of those planets. And I can't wait to see this Jen Bartel cover. Always practice safe sex, even in space. You don't, you don't know what those aliens are infested with. Picked up a couple of Zeniscope uh, comics, just because of the Dave Nakayama covers. I love DNA's style, very luminous, cool cartoony slash realistic style. This is Belle, King of Serpents, and this is Grim Spotlight Mystery. So yeah, basically just for the covers, I like uh, Dave Nakayama's uh, art style. And um, yeah, I guess I'll read this at some point or maybe just put him on my wall. We'll finish the video with some oversized comics. First up is The Last Roni number three. Issue finally, issue three finally appears. After so much hype of issue number one, going into, what, four printings. I have one through three. I should probably get the fourth one too for complete completeness. But it's basically the future story of the Ninja Turtles. All of them are dead except for one of them. I will not reveal which one it is, even though we already know on issue number two, and here's number three. But The Last Ronin is a futuristic tale of the end of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Very mature and violent. There's a brand new uh, Warren uh, eerie, creepy style of comic magazine out, uh, Va Vampires Carmilla, uh, terrifying tales of enchantment and horror. So it's in the classic style of this amazing painted cover, sexy and violent, and then black and white interiors, uh, horror stories with twist endings. So it really feels like those vintage uh, those vintage stories, and then of course there's a twist ending at some point. People usually end up dead and not really learning learning from their mistakes. But amazing black and white art. This one looks a little bit cuter than the other style over there. Starve if you want. And she's looking at the little doggy like yum yum. <laughs> so yeah, pick that one up there. Vampires number two. I'm going to try to get number one if possible. And finally, the very last item in the haul is Star Wars Insider, number 202, with everyone's favorite Mandalorian and Baby Yoda, Gorgu, Grogu, whatever. I'm not even watching the series, I'm sorry to admit. I think I'm a Star Wars fan, but I've never seen The Mandalorian at all. And um, just too cheap to have the streaming services. But anyway, here's the Star Wars Insider magazine, issue 202. This is a variant cover with Baby Yoda. Yeah, I know that's not his name. Now, let me let me do some griping. We've got Yoda. We've got Yaddle. Why is this one called Grogu or whatever? It should have been like Yorgu. Ya Yoda, Yaddle, Yogu. Something like that. It should have continued with the Y motif, not just done some other name. But yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Everyone, just ignore me. I'm going crazy. So, Star Wars Insider, the Baby Yoda variant cover. And that was my May 2021 haul. What did you think? What did you like about it? Did you watch the video version? YouTube.com slash VM Campos. 
We'll be back next week to talk about the top comics debuting on New Comic Book Day. This has been the weekly VM Campus Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.